Welcome to Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. This podcast is a collection of historical and philosophical references, contemplations, lectures, and exchanges with David M. Valadez, his students, and guests. Podcasts are recorded on the mat at the Ascension Center in Southern California and in studio. These podcasts are provided to cultivate the warrior on the way and to add light to their path. The question is, and correct me if I'm not getting it right, but you find there's a difficulty in doing the Kokyu projection, okay? And you think it is related to breathing. Is that what you were saying? Okay, what, what is it? Uh, that I'm not bringing the pain in. Okay. And also that I'm not hitting the center. Okay. So yeah, it's not happening, in other words. Yes. Or more simply, I cannot you project. Okay. Uh, first thing is to note, it's not a magic skill. But nor is it just sound body mechanics in terms of how to generate um, leverage points or how to deleverage someone. Okay, Kokyu's working at an energetic level. Inertia, momentum, gravity, friction, do you see? Is, are those energies in our external mechanical levers, pulleys, folk? They, they are, do you see? but they don't primarily function that way. And you can do energetic manipulations in ways that would be totally mechanically unsound, okay? And because of the latter possibility, we talk about them as if they're two different things. And anybody who does not talk about them as if they're two different things does not understand energetic manipulation or not at a level where they can do it in well-established, mechanically unsound ways, okay? So that's when we say, I can't do a Kokyu projection, we mean I am not skilled at energetic manipulation, okay? And we mean something different from sound body mechanics. Okay, which means I can't just train in sound body mechanics. It will never lead to something that it is not. The way that I train sound body mechanics then cannot be the way that I train for energetic manipulation. So when I do my sound body mechanics, I get in shape, I do my kihon, I step here with this foot, I move this arm through that space, do you see? Energetic manipulation cannot be cultivated through those things. And this makes it possible to come to the dojo or to go to any dojo anywhere in the world, even this one, show up every day, work to get in shape, practice my kihon waza, and never learn kokyu and aiki. When you allow for that truth, I don't even, I was gonna say possibility, but it is a truth. 
then you have to do something different. And what is different, and this might sound weird, but the seeds of energetic manipulation are found in humility. And humility is found in deferment inside the dojo. It's a Confucian model. It goes all the way back to filial piety, ideas of that. It's no different than vows of obedience in monastic orders, do you see? You come in the dojo and you practice these kind of self-displacement technologies. That is what they are. That is how they work. Because ultimately, the energetic manipulation is a process that involves an emptying of self. By which I mean my ego tripartite is not functioning through fear or through pride because there is no ego that is getting triggered by the attack. There's no need to defend myself. There's no threat. I don't experience that. I don't experience the uke as an antagonist or even as another. So we were doing the technique, ikyo ura, and as I said, when you feel the uke who's now tasked with, hey, uke, go ahead and bring your base of support around. If I have true internal skills, when they bring that base of support around, it'll press into the aiki, into the aiki and cause a kokyu projection, and that's what leads to them continually losing their balance faster. But that can only happen if I'm not triggered when I feel the regaining of their power. If I'm triggered because I have an ego to be triggered, when I feel the regaining of their power, what do we want to do? We want to push down on it. We, we, we embody an antagonizing force. Now we're not doing the art because we're not doing the internal aspects of the art. We, we are doing what the rest of the world does, but that's not the art. Those are mechanical, external manipulations. Okay. So your, your question is, it could be asked this simple. Sensei, I can't detach from myself. Practice more self-displacement in the dojo. There, therein is the seeds. Where, do, where, and, where and when do I practice self-displacement in the dojo? Well, it's Confucian-based. So there's always a hierarchy, you see? There's always something bigger than you. There's always something more important than you. You see that? And in, face, in the face of all that, you use those as not an authority that you might have an authority problem with, but as a technology, not unlike turning on the lights, is a technology. You flip this switch if you want this room to light up. All of these things that are above you in the hierarchy, in the Confucian hierarchy, are like switches, you see? A technology that you use to self-displace in the face of everything, everything. 
You have to be careful because what usually comes in, and, and you in particular, is you go into this kowtow mode. Do you see? And this kowtow mode, this, that's not it. This Confucian thought is thoroughly woven through the warrior arts. There's no warrior that kowtows, but every warrior self-displaces. There's a difference. And I have a feeling that most people that kowtow, it's a mask for not self-displacing. It's a masquerade. They feign at self-displacement, do you see? And so that's why they can't just self-displace. They can't just do it without emotion, without a change uh, in their body posture. Where law enforcement is a warrior culture, you're going to have supervisors. The, the true person that can self-displace can, can do so with just copy that, sir. Check. Roger that. Affirm. There's no putting their hands and covering their crotch and taking little baby steps and walking with their head all bowed. That's all fake. You have to do it because inside you, you can't, you're not doing it. So you have to do it on the outside, okay? So be wary. When I talk about self-displacement, I'm not talking about what this effed up world that has huge mad authority, problems with authority because they have huge dismantled family units with no strong patriarchs in it. So they come out of the warrior arts and they're like, holy cow, I, all I know is kowtowing and hold and hide in the self-attachment. I'll hide it in and on the outside, I'll act like I am displacing. But I don't mean that. I mean just like you turn on the lights. Just do it, just flip the switch. That's all you do. You don't have any kind of emotional reaction to flipping the switch. I've watched you. You just turn the lights on. Got it? That's the self-displacement we're talking about. Okay. If you do it on the outside with the kowtowing, there's so much self in there. It will never lead to the emptying of self required for the energy to come through you, which is required for Kokyu and Aiki. It just won't happen. This concludes this episode of Budo, the Way of the Warrior podcast. For more information, please visit sentiencenter.com, S-E-N-S-H-I-N-C-E-N-T-E-R.com, or find us at Facebook at Sension Center and on our YouTube channel at Sension One. Thank you for listening.